Like, so. Do you guys have a preferred salad dressing like that you go to? Like your go-to style? What's that goddess one? Green goddess? goddess one? Green goddess? Green goddess. I like that one. Aaron, do you have one? I'm a ranch bee. Just yeah, a basic, I, basic listen, ranch bee. I love a Thousand Island. Don't sleep on Thousand Island. It's listen, delicious. That's okay. That's okay. I uh, There's a red pepper ranch out there. That uh, oh. had a favorite salad place and I they like closed during the pandemic. Dressing. I like a Caesar dressing. <laughs> this like <laughs> she just didn't even care what yours was. <laughs> she, you know, and the funny part was, Aaron. Thank you for bringing that up. She didn't care, so she could complete the trilogy of the most elementary school salad dressing palette ever. She was like, "What I'm doing here of 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 going chalk on salad dressing." There are a lot of people listening who love my choices. They are supportive of my Thousand Island and yeah. my Caesar dressing. Hello and welcome to Summer 477 of the podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Max McCoy. And I'm your other host. Whoa! <laughs> Pacing? Look at this. Look at like, this, David Fincher. I, you know What's what I up? Gonna, what I was going to do was be like, hi, it's me. I'm the problem, it's me. Okay. But then I was like, I'm not always the problem, so I'm sure the problem. So that doesn't seem fair. You what know, percentage of breakdown a- do you think I'm the problem versus you're the problem? Uh, you're at least 20% of the After problem. After hearing you take 15 minutes to discern that there's no Q in Rakuten, am I the no, problem? It's, it's, you- it's hard to spell, you guys. It's hard to spell it ads. I don't know why they're constantly asking me to spell it ads. It's tough. Anyway, I'm the other host, Jamie Golden. I'm the other one, <laughs> Jamie. <laughs> Right. The podcast is a show dedicated to the life of ADC. We're committed to educating you on things that entertain but do not matter. To find out more about these ween-centric yep. pursuits, he made me say it. Check <laughs> us out at noxandjamie.com. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook at The Podcast, and we're on Twitter at PodcastPod. Thanks for joining us this week as we are going to be talking pop cultural tricks and treats. But before we do that, you guys, it is time for the podcast listener survey. Now, you hear other people talk about surveys and you're like, I'm not going to fill out a survey. But guys, we really need your help. We want to produce the best possible show for you coming in 2023. We want to learn about what types of episodes, our audience favorites, what you think we need more of and less of. Plus, it's always nice to have some vague basic info about you. That helps us plan live shows, work with advertisers, and simply, you know, build this thing that is curated for the majority of our audience. It will take just a few minutes. And if you leave your email at the end of the survey, you'll be entered to win one of 22 $20 gift cards to Amazon. Simply click the link in the show notes or go to noxandjamie.com slash survey and help, help your buddies today. Help us. Help us help you. Help us. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. 
add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com All right, Jamie, uh, tricks and treats of the year. Obviously, Halloween is imminent. So uh, we didn't want to do like an expressly Halloween episode, and then we ended up doing an expressly Halloween episode. So here we are. Um, but we felt like it was a good opportunity to talk, I don't know, revisit a little bit of the year. Because I look back on Wikipedia, I was like, what did we get up to this year? What happened? It's not great. I'll just go ahead and spoil it for Listen, you. It's, it's not hard a great for me. Year. Well, no, it's hard for me sometimes to think, when did that happen? Yeah. That, I've never recovered the pandemic like time valley. Right. And so I'm always like, was that like recently? And it's like, no, that was 2018. Yeah. I'm like, wow. I'm like, is know. it before Tiger King or after Tiger King? Because I remember that. <laughs> and then after that, I kind of lost it. Tiger King is our new before Christ, after Christ. <laughs> That's right. It's the flood. It's, it's antediluvian and anti uh, Tiger King. So That's right. uh, That's right. we're, we're going to take uh, a few minutes. And just talk about some broadly good and bad things of the year. Uh, we also open it up to our listeners and actually to our staff as well. So in this episode, you're going to hear from us. You're going to hear from the listeners. Um, but you're also going to hear our beloved staff's um, voices. Um, so before we get into it, do you want to? Do you have any like tricks and treats of the year that you want to talk about? Yes, I do. So these are things that I thought were going to be like either I thought were going to be amazing and they were not, mm-hmm. or that I thought they were going to be not amazing and they secretly were. Like right? That's how tricks and treats. Yeah, that's the, that's the exact things. premise that you explained. It's good. <laughs> so my first up is butterboards. Okay, look, I was like, what a butterboard. I already know how much I love a charcuterie. And now you're suggesting that you're going to take a wooden board and you are going to put butter on it and add all kinds of flavorings like garlic and whatever else things can put into a butter board. (laughs) Yes, please. That sounds amazing. But alas, no. Let me tell you. First of all, the AP called butter boards the polarizing stepchild of charcuterie. Wow. And it is polarizing because here's the thing. First of all, it's a trick because it's on a wooden board. Guys, you cannot put a dairy item spread into the cracks of a wooden board yeah. and then not saying, I know that y'all are not using water hot enough or long enough to sanitize that thing. You know what you're going to get? Say it with me. E. coli. Look, I don't do diary roulette when it comes to my pre-dinner appetizers. Yeah. And I'm not going to do it with a butterboard. Also, did y'all forget how disease is spread? Like, look, I've got to have, if I have to have a booster to come to your potluck smudge board, because mm-hmm. I have friends, look, Aaron, I love Aaron. Erin is amazing. I would go to the mattresses for Erin. But do I think she is triple dipping on a butterboard? Yes, I do. Of course I know that. Erin, is that true care to comment? Would you ever triple dip in a social situation? No. In in the privacy of my own home, I would. Okay. With your other family members with you? No. If I had my own personalized, like a personal pan pizza and my personal pan (laughs) butterboard? Yes. I, would I, do, would I say, can do what I want on that. I feel like I Ew, feel I very like confident <laughs> that in a social setting, Aaron, mine's her, your your former like debutante Jace person. I went to Cotillion. Okay, thank you. I know my manners. That's fair. That's now, fair. Okay. In well, private, all hell breaks loose. And oh, I, that's, I, that's true for myself as well. So maybe, I'm not throwing shade maybe at Aaron. That's because I've seen her in private. <laughs> you see me eat wings. That's the most that's the most intimate non-sexual thing you can do is watch someone eat wings or ribs. That's that's just a fact. Listen, there's also a butter shortage in America right now. Listen, because we we, the amount of butter held within the U.S. storage facilities in August fell 10 percent. 
I don't. I don't believe that. That's a. That's a lie. You that's can just a USDA. Make, you can just get butter. No, that's the USDA. Can you just Plus, make butter? I, you just make well, more butter. Let me tell you the worst part. Why it's a trick. When I googled butter boards, Etsy was the first sponsored result with handmade wooden boards for you to buy. And FYI, they are not in the shape of rectangles. They are in the shape of Pikachu's <gasps> and Dukachu's. What? And let me tell you. Let me tell you what what they had listed on the board. Because you know they add a little you know charming word to make you know what this is, right? Well, on the Dukachu. It said cockcootery. What? <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> and then on the on the Pikachu, it said charcuterlicious. Come on. Where's the imagination? You know, where's and the razzle dazzle? I found a holiday board and it said Merry Dixmas. <laughs> it's not even subtle. Like, that doesn't even go together. Like that doesn't even flow off the tongue. It's not even subtle. I just I didn't even know that butterboards were a thing until you yeah. start talking about this and I started Googling right it. Right now? You didn't know? I've never heard of this. It's uh, a lot of things. Butterboards are everywhere. Jen Hatmaker made a butterboard this week. She does have a good cookbook. I uh, love Jen and I've we heard her books Jen. really good. I don't, that doesn't mean I endorse butterboards. I just, is the premise like. Do you think Jen Hatmaker triple dips? No, Jen Hatmaker does not triple dip. No, there's no way she no, triple dips. No, is no. there, is there a way, like, is, is it just as simple as there's butter and you mash baguettes into it and you eat it? Like, I don't understand the function here. No, no. I mean, you can do that. But you're supposed to take your Kerrygold. You're supposed to, like, let it get room temp, which also is another problem. And then you add, like, sassy ingredients. Like, you maybe mint some garlic. Or you add a little ch- – you add some chives. Or – you know what I mean? But the you way you Parmesan. The way you feast it on chives is – people should write about <laughs> – <laughs> so, but listen, you don't want to do that because listen, that board has what is what scientists call salmonella. So, don't do that. Do you think Jen Hatmaker would be more prone to host a butterboard party or to eat wings in front of people without warning them that she's about to do that? Oh, Texas people love to eat wings in front of you. It's almost like a power move yeah. that Texans do. It's like They're what like, LBJ what? used to That's do. That's a bone on the ground. What? Yeah. LBJ yeah. used to whip that thing out and pee in front of people. <laughs> and he'd be like, what are you going to do about this? Nothing, because I'm not president. Right. And Texas. this is the presidential penis. So, Aww. checkmate. I, just, I, I did some like Googling and something called the Desiree News uh, their headline is, what is a border- butterboard and why has it gone too far? And that tells me all I need to know. <laughs> the news has spoken. Yeah. So no. So that's your, that's, is that a trick or a treat? Is Mary Dixmas a treat? That's a trick. Because tr- I thought it was a treat and then it tricked me. And I was like, no, butterboards okay. are bad. Okay. That's good. I've, okay. I've got, I've got a couple I'll go through fast. Um, I, I want to do a trick because I, I didn't, I don't remember this. I just, Wikipedia told me this, that in January 4th, China, France, Russia, UK, and the United States all said Nuclear war is bad, and we shouldn't do that. And then in February, Russia invaded Ukraine, and was basically right. like, we're probably going to do nuclear. So just so you know that, that feels like a definite trick right there. I don't Listen, like that. I don't like that. And the Daily keeps being like, are, it keeps asking experts, are they really going to do nuclear? Probably not. And I'm like, I need a definitive yes or no. I need like, some clarity in that, probably. you got to tell me a little bit more. Uh, I'm going to say the box office has been a trick. I just, I had some, I didn't have high hopes. Like, I didn't think this was going to be like, you know, like 1978 or something. I just thought we're going to get some good movies and we haven't. There's been no heartbreak, no magic. There's, it's just been, it's just been nothing. (laughs) It makes me not want to go. And I'm also going to do Spotify for courting us for three months to do a live audio show for them. And then finally, when we agreed, they backed out and they didn't say, Hey, actually we're not. They just stopped returning calls and emails. And then they got someone else to say, Hey, can I set up a phone call with you? To which I said, is it because you're dumping us? Because if so, that could be an email. That doesn't need to be a phone call. And again, I just think as a, as a generation, we're not understanding most things can be an email. 
you don't have to have a meeting and you don't have to have a phone call for something stupid that could be told to me in an email. I just want to encourage people. Maybe they that. didn't want to fire us in an email. Maybe they were no. like, we want to fire you gently no. over Zoom. You know what would be gentle? Not making me take time out of my day to sit and make small talk and then be like, we're actually going to not do this, even Listen, though we pursued you. And why he's really mad is it took him like four months to convince me to do it. God, I, I like, finally convinced you. <laughs> I just, these companies, do you remember the comp- one of the companies we work with? When they they scheduled a phone call in the yes. middle of the day while people were traveling, right. and they were just like, "Hey, we think that's a bad idea," and that was the end of the meeting. And and I literally said, "Thank you, but this could have been an email. Why didn't you just email us this?" It was and nuts. it just it was I want to free everybody to send emails, more emails, less phone well, calls. Well, okay, let me do another treat just really quick. I will say to to be positive, we Station Eleven. Look, when the book came out in 2014, it was our first mutual green light of. Of ever, and we don't have a lot of those. I've read the book three times, which is a rarity. I don't reread books very often. I have chased that feeling that I had when I read Station Eleven. I've chased it in every book I've read since. Mm. Nothing has compared. So when the limited series announced, I was livid because I actually I've been burned by so many book adaptations my whole life. This year included with uh, Netflix Persuasion. Blech. So I have a long history of being disappointed about books going to screen. However. I will say what showrunner Patrick Somerville did with this HBO Max series. It was truly overwhelming. He took what I would have called a flawless book and he made it not just a little bit better, but like infinitely better. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're listening and you've never watched a series, I would I would like to come to your house and watch you watch it. It's that's the it's, only way that I can have the feeling of watching it. For oh, the I'm jealous of people who get to watch it. I'm just people who get to read it for the first time and then get to watch yeah. the series because I think it works because it's not a beat by beat remake. It is yeah. a remake, but does its own thing. So it's not. Yes. Compa- I mean, it's compared against the book, but it's its own thing entirely. And it is. I'm not going to say it's better than the book, but it exists perfectly on TV. As the it's, book. It's you know? fantastic. Yeah. That's a great call. I've, so uh, my treat is kind of based off that. And it's uh, it's just fiction books in general. I think I hit a point last year where I was like, I just, I can't read fiction books anymore. I don't like them. I don't finish them. Um, I, and I counted, I've recommended 11 fiction books this year so far. And I'm about to do 12 and 13 at the end of this episode. Uh-oh. So um, a and lot of there's been some good ones. I read The Measure. And I read The Measure this past week. That it's a good dope. one, isn't it? It's a, it's a fast read, dope. too. Um, yeah. I, th- I think I've probably gotten less grumpy about it, but I've also – I used to not listen to fiction audio book, but now I've started again, and it's really helped me. I think you just have to get over some hang-ups, and I have a quick list of audiobook pet peeves that are just no-goes, the deal breakers for me. Let's go. Yeah. British readers, I'm sorry, but I can't. Absolutely not. I cannot Absolutely with you guys. Not. No. It's like if I need subtitles to hear what you're saying, I've got to listen at 1.75. That's 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 a you problem if you can't keep up and I can't understand you at that. Right. Uh, Brits, when they're trying to do an American accent, it's embarrassing. Nope. It's ridiculous. You sound like you're from Philly every time. When you're overproducing soundscapes, it's like, bro, you just told me you went up the creaky stairs. I do not now need to hear the creaky stairs. You said that. Okay. <laughs> Don't do that. When men do women voices and women do men voices. Ooh. Ooh. I don't know which one I hate more. Do you have one that you hate more? Oh, it's for sure men doing women's voices. That's I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't <laughs> know if that makes me weird. Like, but. They're like, and, and now I'm going up the creek. And she turned to me and said, hello. <laughs> I always, in my head, I see Miss Doubtfire. I'm like, Miss Doubtfire is no place here. What, yeah. This is a thriller. And why is Miss Doubtfire here? But when the guy, it's when the when the woman does the man voice, I always think she's making fun of him. Like when you make fun of me, you're like, ooh, I don't like <laughs> I don't like phone calls. Ugh. And it's, it's like, this is tense though. This is a tense situation, you know? So I don't, I don't need that vibe. And then when anyone does whiny Gen Z voice, I don't, it just takes me out of it. It takes me out of oh, it completely. They're just like, I like a low road. 
Jeez. Yeah, like, mm, that's so cringe that you killed my sister, Hiram. I'm like, <laughs> I guess I'm out of this book. <laughs> Hiram! <laughs> um, okay, so that, do you have any more tricks or treats no, that you want to talk it. about? Okay, okay, so that's that's ours. Um, so we are, we're now, we're going to read through some listeners, and we're going to sprinkle in some staff that you'll hear from uh, our actual staff uh, as we go on uh, throughout this. So, Jamie, do you want to talk about the first one? Yes, yeah, so at first is... Mindy K. Ehrenfeld, who was my birthday buddy in August, by the way. Nice. Um, she's going to come for me, though, in this one. She said, I thought making my favorite podcast recap a movie I loved and watch many times as a kid would be a treat. Upon rewatching said movie, I realized it was trick. And to Knox and Jamie, I apologize for my poorly cast vote. Uh, so this is in regards to People Got Spicy because we did a cinema side piece for our yeah. patrons. We presented four movies as the choices, Ghostbusters, Casper, uh, Beetlejuice and Clue mm-hmm. and 50% almost 50% of the patrons voted for Clue and neither of us had ever seen it I don't and, know that we've ever had a consensus like that either it no, was uniformly no. about Clue yeah right and which meant it had not you know because we had never seen it it had not imprinted on us as children and you can love something and still be critical of it for example I love the new Taylor Swift album but I do think the song question uh, should have been an email sure uh <laughs> Uh, because would have, could have, should have is a better song. And look, that's a critical eye that does not have to change my feelings about the whole project, right? And listen, and before you DM me about question, just know that Taylor wanted it to be a song like Euphoria, and it mm. was 2004's Laguna Beach. Okay? That's okay. what it was. I don't that's know what that song. means, but you said it with conviction, so I believe you. That's right. So yeah. I just, I, I, I don't think people understand how much restraint I showed towards a movie that made me want to quit podcasting, you know? No, um, So credit to me, yes. honestly, because I was so gentle. I actually gentle. thought you did a good job. But we explain, Clue is this, and this is for the bigger audience, we had a conversation about how the fact that the difference in little tiny baby Gen X and then yeah. old, snooty, elder millennials. Yeah. Like, they just feel differently about this movie because we Gen Xers watched this on repeat, rented it from Blockbuster on repeat, like owned the VHS and you just didn't, we didn't have any options. Millennials had all these options growing up. You had cable. Like, yeah. what was your life? I tr- listen, I, I, as a peace offering, I threw the elder millennials like myself under the bus and said, we're emotionally stunted. So that must be why I hate this movie as much as I do. <laughs> That's as nice as I was going to be with that. So I know. Yeah. Well, so we do have other cinema side pieces that are currently available. If you become a B thoughts or a, a thoughts, mm-hmm. uh, out on our Patreon community, we have Clue, which I still stand by as a good <laughs> cinema side piece. Sure. Hocus Pocus, Sweet Home Alabama, The Wedding Singer, and Easy A. And then coming up, we normally do let people vote. But in November and December, we are. Uh, some people even said, stop letting us vote. Well, we Fair. will. Because yeah. we're not going to do it in November and December. It's our birthday months, respectively. And so we get to pick the movie. I have picked for November, While You Were Sleeping, which Knox has never seen, it, but don't worry, I will protect the movie yeah. with all my heart and soul because I freaking love Sandra Bullock. In while you were sleeping, it is magical. And listen, I'm, I'm pretty ageist with movies, so yes. at least that one's in, in more in my generation. So I won't be. And I, I just don't. I just don't know what that movie is. I like I that you act did. like you like that 1984 was like literally the book 1984. You act like it was like a time that you yeah, I was two years old. Then. I was two years old. Okay. <laughs> I didn't understand what was going on and in the world. And December, you have suggested what I think is the worst offering as a, in terms of possibly. Put your hands down. Vibe. You're being aggressive and hostile. Please. Don't, <laughs> don't, don't think I'm not going to mention that Aaron smashed a gnat during the ad read. That's Gosh, not going to make. Gosh, did. It was so loud. And I was like, Did you get it, Aaron? Did yeah. you get it? I did. Yeah. <laughs> I had to. Okay. I, I do want to address this. I had some people jump into my DMs being like, is Jamie seriously acting like she killed a gnat 
with a flat piece of paper or you can kill a na- y'all act like this is like this is a pterodactyl it's not that <laughs> it's a tiny little bitty gnat sure that I, can kill. I just people i think people don't believe people, you have the hand first speed of all, first of all no one's dming you you don't even read dms no. don't act like you read DMs. no i don't respond to them i read them but i don't <laughs> respond to them it's an important difference so and that was one person just one person oh, okay uh, um i'm considering right now uh goodfellas I'm okay. considering Troy, the aforementioned movie that you yeah. spoke of, uh, Godfather, Wedding Crashers, and then I'm thinking about <gasps> The Departed. Uh, Jason, you're going to bleep this oh. just so we can take turns doing the Mark Wahlberg line <laughs> where he says, maybe, maybe not, maybe go f*** yourself. Like, I just... <laughs> It's worth it to me. That would Listen, be worth it. My hairdresser said this week, she, I was like, what kind of, cause she was telling me she wanted suggestions and, and sweetly, there's so many people in my life who will not listen to the show, right? but they want me to do all their curate. It's like if I saw my dermatologist at Kroger yeah. and it was like, can you look at this mole? Yeah. I'm not going to pay you for this, that. but I want I'm, you to look right, in the deli. That's aisle. right. Yeah. So she was like, I said, well, what kind of movies does your husband like? And she goes, ah, oh, he loves Marky Mark. Wow. And I, <laughs> I was like. She goes, he loves Mikey Mark and Leonardo DiCaprio. And I was like, okay. so The Departed. Yeah. He likes The Departed. He's going to love it. He's going to love that one. He's gonna That's love a good it. The one. The Departed's great. Yeah. So I will, I will take notes and feedback on uh, if people have okay. strong Let feelings us know. about that. But, okay. Yeah, I'm excited. Up next, we have Kimiero who said, the idea of watching Knox eat his own hair felt like a treat, but watching it was the worst trick of all. Yeah. You know, even worse of all was the next day when I walked into the office and I'd left the Twinkie. <gasps> Just at the end of AUA, I'm With like- hair on it? I drop, I drop every, I drop headphones, I drop mic, and I walk out. I don't okay. clean up, I don't tidy up. It's like it's over. I'm out of there. Right. So I walk back the next morning, and I was like, "There's an animal on my desk. There's a dead animal." Uh, but it, it was, was just the, the. But it was man. you. You went over and beyond because it wasn't just the hair you were supposed to eat. You also had collected your children's hair, yes. and put that in a bowl. And That's was right. Like, Should I eat this? And you kept showing. Aaron was very nauseous this yeah. entire AUA. I went to punish. I, I, it felt like an extension of the idea. Nope, which is that like. Spectacle sounds like a good idea, but when you're faced with it, it will consume us all in a bad way. And that's what I wanted everybody to experience, you know. This episode is brought to you by our amazing sponsor, Aura Frames. It's Knox here with your annual reminder that Mother's Day is just around the corner this year. Let's think outside the box a little bit, guys. Forget sweaters, candles, or the dreaded bathrobe. They're also predictable and boring. That's why this year I'm recommending you get an Aura Frame. It's the perfect gift to mix things up and give a gift that shows some real thoughtfulness and is guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. We actually have one of these in our house right now, and we absolutely love it. It only takes about two minutes to set up, and it was super easy. Between all the kids, I was a little worried we'd run out of room, but it has free unlimited storage for photos and videos, and you can invite as many people as you want to contribute to the frame. Now that the kids are a little older, we've added them as contributors to the frame, and it's been really fun to see a few of their photos pop up from events they attend without us. Right now, R has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting rframes.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's Aura, A-U-R-A, frames.com. Use code podcast at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. So the weather's getting warmer, and I'm so excited to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to dresses and tees. I'm so glad that I found Quince because not only can I update my wardrobe for the long haul, but I can do it without spending a fortune. Even penthouse Jamie She's trying to save her cash dollars in this economy. Y'all know how I value quality and I want to find timeless pieces that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year. Now, Quince has just restocked their $40 linen wide leg pant, which I am super bummed to try. They have such a nice drape to them and they're 100% linen, which means they'll be super breathable and I'll feel like I'm wearing no pants at all, which is my preference. I'm also loving the look of the organic cotton gauze roll sleeve shirt, which is also $40. Guys, true story. Like, 
They have great pieces. I am obsessed with the cardigan I have and the sunglasses I have. The Leon sunglasses are dope. Their prices truly cannot be beat. All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands because they partner directly with top factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics. They cut out the cost of the middleman and pass that savings on to us. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pop for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash pop to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash pop. All right, picture this. It's finally getting warmer and you're picking up the after work run or a workout, but it's 4 p.m. and you're ready for a little snack to keep you going. What you want is something with clean, wholesome ingredients, but it's hard to find a snack that is great on the go and also fills you up enough to make a difference. Get ready to find out how good healthy snacks can taste with Chomps. We're big fans of Chomps in my house because not only is it so easy and convenient, but it's made with natural ingredients that taste great. Whether I'm prepping for recordings or taking one of the kids to one of their many end-of-year activities, I always have a Chomp stick with me. They're also allergy-friendly, so I never have to worry about one of the kids deciding they want to take it with them. Chomp sticks come in 10 delicious bold flavors, so there's a healthy snack option for everyone, or grab a variety pack to satisfy your whole family's taste buds. There are even smaller chomplings for a quick snack for any kids in your life. Right now, Chomps is offering our listeners 20% off your first order and free shipping when you go to chomps.com slash popcast. Go to chomps.com slash popcast to see all the delicious flavors and get 20% off your first order and free shipping. That's C-H-O-M-P-S dot com slash popcast. Don't forget to use our link so they know we sent you. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big, small ones, whether it's the stress that comes with planning a big event, having to redo the electrical in your entire house unexpectedly, or simply having to go on a picnic lunch when you'd rather be home pantless watching your favorite show. Stress is truly a universal experience that if left unchecked can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space where you can get things off your chest and work through anything that's weighing you down, big or small. I've truly noticed such a difference in my stress level since I started therapy years ago, making it a priority and a consistent part of my routine has allowed me to relieve my stress in a very safe environment instead of bottling it all. As someone who has a hard time sitting in my feelings, it's given me the habit of reflection so I can identify and deal with stressors early on before they overwhelm me. BetterHelp is a convenient, flexible, and entirely online, making it easy to stay consistent. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash popcastpod today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash podcastpod. Well, I like that people were trying to let you out of it, mm-hmm. like in the moment. Yeah. And I was like, absolutely not. They were like we health all... issues. You can tap out because of health issues, no, but no, everyone we're doing must, it. Everyone must pay their debts. Is everyone Everyone's... trying to help you get out of, you have to dress like a proto-Nazi? Yes, but here, let me present to you a problem with oh. my... Oh, okay, okay. the angling, try. okay. Okay, so I have to wear, I lost a bet, I have to wear the Prussian uniform mm-hmm. that uh, Landry wore in... Jesse Plemons. All <laughs> Jesse Plemons. <laughs> were in the Jungle Cruise. Yeah, it's a very understated, but still proto-Nazi uh, Right, uniform. but our AUA next month, mm-hmm. I'm going to wear it, but I had also said I would wear it in public. So right. I have to go in public in this costume. Full work day, yeah. Now, this costume has a red sash under... It has a sash that has a red under the black. Like, it is serious. Yeah. Here's the thing. I just moved to a new voting district, and our AUA is on election day. Okay. Should I dress as a pre-Nazi to vote in this year's primary election? It's a great question. Like a wrong move. I think you take the should I out of it, 
you are uh, you are wagerly dema- it demands that you have to. It's not it's not timely, <sighs> but you have absent, to do it. I might absentee vote. When is the when's the deadline for that? Someone <laughs> on the internet will tell me when I can do that. I think you'll Yikes. make an impression. You'll make an impression one way or the other. Give some somebody people to, or something uh, for people to talk about in the voting line. You know, great. That's what I really want. Where's she casting anyway. her vote? What's that about? What's going what, on here? Why is she wearing that military hat? God. <laughs> Um, okay, but speaking of uh, AUAs, let's go ahead. We're going to transition and go to uh, some of our staff audio. Uh, uh, with uh, and we'll start with Indy. And Indy, if you've ever been president or AUA, um, she uh, she is always there. She's in the chat. Um, oh, yeah. She's keeping people in line. She's dropping relevant links to the conversations. She's lightly dunking on us when it's necessary. Um, so she's a, a pivotal part of the AUAs, which are a lot of fun. So why don't we go ahead and play uh, Indy's tricks or treats for the year? You know, my trick is I was really excited about 2022 being the year of Harry Styles. I mean, his Home and Gardens cover was all the hard eyes, and Harry's house is a pop music masterpiece. And I even give him credit for encouraging other men to make more whimsical fashion choices. These are all good things. I had the highest hopes. But then we had the Olivia Wilde of it all. Just wolf. Um, so trick uh, being the year of Harry Styles. Do you think that's true? Do you agree with that? Oh, well, yes. Because the first half of the year was magical, right? We got all these uh, clips on TikTok of him at shows being fun and fabulous and singing medicine. And we were like, oh, my God, I'm not waiting. And then and I, I don't even think Olivia Wilde is to blame. I, truly, I mean that. I actually think it's someone telling Harry he should act. That is what's to blame. Because also, the policeman, no. Also, big no. Yeah. And, and I look, I like that he has been doing it differently. And I think, and he's right, like there are all these amazing things that he has brought to the forefront that gives people permission to maybe participate in that they have not felt like they've had permission. Sure. However, I just don't know that someone with four nipples should be an actor. I'm not saying, I'm trying not to discriminate. But that's a lot of nipples to be an actor, and I think it distracts. I, I don't think it helps. I think it helps you be a great singer. It's true. I don't think it helps you be a great actor. It's true. I did. I texted. Uh, I texted Overachievers text thread, and I, I said, "Hey guys, I want to know has Harry Styles also inspired you to make whimsical clothing choices?" And I wanted to see what they thought because I know he hasn't done that for me, right. but I'm not everybody, Jamie. I'm not everybody. And you think the other two members of Over Underachievers represent all other men? You don't know how Andre dresses. You have no idea how Andre dresses. <laughs> I actually don't know how. You have Andre no dresses. idea. Uh, and they said, uh, Jason said he's inspired me, uh, not in clothing, but in the way that he never gets blamed for anything fully. It's remarkable. He gets out of everything <laughs> that he does. I think that's true. Now, okay. To be fair, I would guess that Andre dresses Vineyard Vines. Wrong? Right or Ooh, wrong? I'm right. No comment. I have no comment. <laughs> I have no comment at this Somebody current time. Somebody has a pink whale on his polo. <laughs> Andre said he's inspired that he is always ladies over everything, even bros. So oh. he finds some inspiration in that. I, so I truly, I truly, I think Indy's that. kind of half right uh, in that respect. All right, so uh, that's her trick. Let's go to her treat now. This was completely unexpected for me, but I have loved the return of all things 2001. <laughs> That was a formative time in my life. Right now we are wearing 2000s fashion again. J-Lo and Ben are back together. And at this very moment, Mindy Kaling is writing Legally Blonde 3. Be still my heart. What a gift to revisit all these early aught things. Okay, so revisiting uh, 2001. Is that a... I gotta be honest with you. I would say revisiting 2001, that's a net loss. Because I think a lot of us assumed... 
by 2022, we'll have flying cars, hoverboards. Right. But at this point, if someone came back in time in 2001, I was like, hey, you're not going to have those things. But um, you are Benefer's going to be back together, and Thongs are going to be back. So that's pretty cool, right? What, but what if they came back and said, but now there's very little terrorism because of the bad thing that happened later this year. Sure. We did fix a lot of the terrorism yeah. on planes. Like, no more planes going The down. Terrorism on planes. But what about terrorism no. not on planes? Like, no, well, the terrori- no, well, yeah. It's still, like, they sure. moved to other vehicles. Is there a so. nuclear threat looming? Is there a recession uh, looming? Like, I'm just but, not here to take questions. But I could go back to them and go, there is a baby being born that will change the world. And her name is Billie Eilish. Oh. She is born this okay. year. Okay. At December, just like baby Jesus. Sure. And I do yeah. really love her music. I personally would, I am very sad. I mean, I'm to be fair, I'm very sad about the fashion, but I've also reconciled that like, I don't have to wear it. Like I don't have to be fashionable. And the other piece is Mindy Kaling has been writing Legally Blonde 3 since uh, May of 2020 and we still don't have it. So let me ask a question. No judgment. No bad ideas. Are we sure Mindy Kaling is who we thought she was? Are we sure she's the writer that we want, the, the well, prince, you know, princess who was promised. Well, you know what? It was funny. I saw her in an interview recently say that the reason that she had her secret babies at, so late in life is she's like, I've always wanted to be a mother, but I wanted to act. And now, because I have small kids, I don't want to be on a set all day. Yeah. So if I, I can write from home in my pajamas, like That's I can true. write and I can produce here. I don't have to be on set if I don't want to be on set. Yeah. She's like, I've really planned this really well. And I thought she has planned it really well. Like that is the way to do it. And now she's like, and I have a lot more money now. So I have a nicer True. house. I have a nanny. Like I can have all the things. She's like, I had to birth my role from as wrinkle in time. I'd get that on my loins before I could have a baby. Cause that's a real creative. Well, and you know, I, let's be honest. I don't think she's a good actress. Like I don't think she's ever been, but I do think she makes good TV shows. I don't know that she herself is a good actress. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know why. She's just got a big B minus energy to me. Yeah. Fine. You know, if, and if, it, honestly, it feels like a lot of people got their fame from the office, except for Mike Schur, have like a big B minus to C minus range to them. And even as I'm talking, I felt like credit to me because when I started this, I wasn't talking about rival podcasts about the office. Right. I wasn't. I'm not saying it doesn't no. apply, but and I'm saying. Not I, doing- I didn't mean that. I, I wasn't intending to do that. But if we arrived there, then we arrived there. Well, you know listen, I mean? and to be fair, guys, watch season one of The Office and see Steve Carell's hairline and then watch uh, the last episode where he left. It's a little different. S- somebody got some stuff uh, implanted, which good for him. Good it's a little for different. Him. Uh, yeah. Harry Styles, she mentioned Harry Styles earlier, um, over under 49 and a half tattoos on his, on his body. Over, over for sure. Over. Aaron, do you agree with that? Over? Over. Do you want to guess the over since you're both over the exact number? No, no. Listen, stop making this about new guessing. We did the thing. No, you both said you over. Said, that's not funny anymore. You both win because it's over. But how over? How over? Barely, because you do that half. Barely's not a number, Jamie. Barely's not a number. I need exact number. He's got fifty. He's got fifty. Aaron, do you want to guess? Do you want to participate <laughs> since Jamie refuses to? Uh, he's got twenty-seven. What? <laughs> God, I'm having a really hard time right now with this headphone. Thank you. I know. Okay, for context, Aaron's not is Aaron's not just not listening to us. Um, she has like a Cyclops uh, headphone. She donated her headphones to me so I could hear better. Because Jamie so. was listening so hard the other day in an episode that she broke the headphones. <laughs> broke the headphones. So, so Aaron, you voted over. You said over forty nine and a half. But then you picked a number under. Yeah. Again, I I I I can't hear any. 
do you see what this is dangling? Yeah. Hey, hey, like she's a wild card, dog. She's a wild card. You don't know where she's going to be. Man, don't paint her in the corner. It's okay. 60. The number 60. 60. 60 tattoos. Yeah. yeah. Okay, up next, LGMSU19 said, I thought Andor would be a mediocre addition to the Star Wars world, but it's been the best treat. On Wednesdays, we podcast and watch the newest episode of Andor on Disney+. Plus. In that order. In that order. Preferably. In that order. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank but she's exactly, Laura's exactly right because the, it is, uh, it's one of those where it gives me hope for the future of Star Wars, whereas I'd kind of lost after Boba Fett. I was like, what is this? What are we doing anymore? Andor tells me, okay, we can actually do some interesting That's right, because I feel like the show is more adult. It it's telling more interesting stories, but not adult necessarily. Not in a horny Although, way. Not listen, a horny but, way. Hello, I would not be opposed to a hornier Star sure. Wars. I would not yeah. be opposed to that. But did you see the reveal today of who is making a secret Star Wars film? No. Oh, uh, old Dame, Dame Lindelof. That's right. Dame Lindelof. Due and so, in 2039. So I can't wait to see that in 15 can't years. Can't wait to see that when we have retired from this <laughs> show. So that will be great. Yeah, but she's exactly right. And I thought this was this will be good because I wanted to pair up uh, her, with Laura's uh, a comment, with uh, staffer Evan. So we're going to hear from Evan uh, Dodson, our uh, Bible Binge community manager. He actually has some takes on Andor uh, as well. Okay, I'll start off with the trick. Now, the biggest tricks of the year for me have been Andor and Rings of Power. I was so excited about both of these shows, and they have turned out to be mind numbingly boring i'm still hopeful that andor could perk up a little bit but i gave up on rings of power i just could not care at all i listen it it gives me so much joy when a really warm genuinely nice person good-hearted goes for your neck and that's what i felt like in that how dare you first of all evan you're lucky you're over at the bible bench why do we keep hiring people who do not have good taste in pop culture why do we keep doing that Listen, because we're going to get to his treats, and that will tell you everything you need to know about Evan <laughs> and his taste in TV shows and TV shows, because these are both two TV shows. I I loved Rings of Power. I thought... Okay, Rings you loved was, Rings of Power? You like, I was screaming from the rooftops, or... It was fine. No, I did it. No, no, I, but no, it's in between. It's like, it's not, I loved it like Station Eleven, yeah. but I really liked it and i'm glad i watched it and i thought it was a good addition to the canon like i liked that part of it i'm, I'm with you it's like i didn't i, I didn't hate it but yeah. when i was like when it was like i should watch i should watch rings of power i would be like is there anything else i could do do i need to like do i need to do the leaf blower outside is there anything else i need to fill oh, my time with it fair. does that's feel fair. like a little bit of an academic slog but i did enjoy it but i appreciate evan being liberated in his hatred of. of and I will say, I do think Rings of Power is better as a bench. I don't feel that way about everything, but I feel like it would have been better if it had just all come out at once. Sure. Okay. Yeah. No, that I think that's probably true. I think that's probably true. Yeah. All right. So we'll continue with his uh, treats. So, okay. Now for the treats. Um, this is the most basic answer I could possibly give. And I'm aware of that. But Midnight's by Taylor Swift has been the best treat of my entire life. So then, because that was basic, let me give another one. This will be basic too, though. Another treat for this year was realizing that High School Musical, the musical, the series, could have an amazing season that is basically absent of Olivia Rodrigo. She doesn't need them, they don't need her. The other cast members rose to the challenge, and it was truly magical. Okay, so Midnight's and High School Musical, the musical, the musical, the musical. Um, Have you seen High School Musical, the musical? In our house, we pretend like it's, um, you know, in, in Beautiful Mind when John Nash gets in like a Beautiful Mind loop? 
yeah, he's yeah, like yeah. just like looking at the whiteboard and like his eyes right. are going around. Right. That's what we do when we say the name because it has it literally has the word it musical. Too, I'm gonna be honest with you, it has too H, too many HSMs. In High school it. musical, 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 musical. Like you have to be shoved like to get out of the time loop. Have you ever seen that at all? No, I would not see that. I have only known what has come from it, which is Olivia Rodrigo, which I love. And I'm glad she's not there anymore so she can focus on her second album. Now, now technically, she came from Fizardvark, I would argue, uh, which is much better. Um, but still, High School Wait, Musical. Wait, what's Fizardvark? It's, it's a Disney show. It's, it's a Disney show. Logan Paul. Uh, is it Jake Paul? No, it's Jake Paul. Jake Paul's in it. So that's tough. Oh, but they do kick no. him off the show. And I had to explain to Marlo why they kicked is him off the show. Is it about an aardvark? Is it no. animated? Well, first of all, that's a dumb question, to be honest with you. Because well, how dare it would be, you? Is, is it about a bizarre aardvark? That's the question you should have asked. Oh, and I is it said, about no. a bizarre? No, oh, no. no. It's the name of a YouTube channel. It's like a, what's the what's the name of the house like where they put all the YouTube influencers? Hype house. It's like a hype house, but for kids, you know? So that's what that show think was. You should put, I don't think you should put kids in a hype house. That thing's dangerous. Well, no, I mean, it's probably the fundamental flaw of the show. There's also a guy who wears a horse head, and that's his little shtick, which I always find a little lacking, oh, to be honest with you. But has going to be Musical, 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 musical is the show that Zac Efron and Vanessa Hudgens act like they're not going to be back on and oh. do a cameo, but they're definitely doing they're, that. Okay. Listen, what are you doing? What you got going on? Nothing. Discovering fire in Australia, Zach? Is that what you're doing? How no. dare you? What no. if every season of that show he's doing, he's just discovering different elements of the elements. world? Yeah. He's like, he's here's like, air. Oh my fire. God, you guys, have you seen Wheels? They're amazing. Or what if it's like a slow burn Captain Planet origin story? And Zac Efron, okay. having discovered all the or elements of the planet, turned into Captain Planet. Now I'm back. Okay, in. I would like the long con of that. Now I would like in. to see him in tight pants. Yeah. For sure. Now, uh, Evan brings up Midnight's. We do talk about this in uh, the morning you know this week. So if you want to hear our extended we thoughts. We have so many feelings. And one of the staff had, we had very different feelings about this album among the staff. So. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. yeah, we'll save it. You just, you got to go to the morning you know to hear uh, our yeah. actual thoughts on this. So, okay, let's go. Let's get Christiana. Uh, let's get her tricks and treats uh, of the year so far. Hey, friends. Christiana Two Eyes here. My biggest trick for the year. I actually have two. The first one is owning a pool. This summer, we bought our first home and thought having a pool would be great since living in the South is like living on the surface of the sun. But unfortunately, we were wrong. (laughs) That thing is like having a part-time job. It uh, No amount of chemicals will ever really get it blue again. And we found not one but two dead birds in it. So that's a bummer. Um, But my real biggest trick of the year is the Doctor Strange Into the Multiverse of Madness movie. I had such high hopes for this. The first one was one of my favorite Marvel movies. And even after Knox dumped on it, I still had high hopes. Um, And unfortunately, that was just the biggest bummer. And especially since I watch one grown-up movie every year, it just... It let me down big time. Okay, so so much stuff there. Uh, I love that she watch, watches one big boy, big girl movie a year. That's tremendous. To be, to be fair, she once told us in a Smooch Mary Kill that all the staff did. Her thing under Kill was literally movies, like all movies. <laughs> the industry. She does not. She does not enjoy pop culture at all. Like yeah. at all. She wants to disrupt the entire industry into uh-huh. extinction. Yes. Uh, right. With the pool, um, I like that she found two dead birds. That's crazy. We've never had. T- we also put a pool in uh, the summer, and I want to power rank the things you'll find in your skimmer basket when you're pulling it out. When you guys no. stick your your freaking hand down there, like a like a freaking warrior, and you be like, I don't know what's down here. It could be a rat could be like an no, octopus i don't know you get a lot you get leaves it's best case dead bugs fourth best dead rodents i don't know why i started with numbers because i don't know how many i have right uh, but the worst thing prego spiders you get spiders uh-huh. with those big old booties no. not like in nature booties but no. full of babies uh, uh oh, booties. that's what's in the booty and then when they pop and then those little baby spiders go everywhere that listen is a problem no thank you listen to me guys friends with pools mm-hmm. not you with pool friends with pool 
not you with pool. Yeah, that's I how don't you know. do it. Are you having a stroke? Or am I having a stroke? No, I don't know you, right now. What I'm saying is, oh, you have, you have friends with a pool. Yeah. You don't get a pool. Just get friends with a pool. Yeah, it's just it's for my personality house, type. That's friends, not happening. Get, that's not have happening. friends who have a lake house. Don't ever have a lake house. Like yeah. you will regret it. Like, yeah, 100%. you could rent yeah. a, a lake house. Don't own a lake house. That's don't crazy. Don't own it. Yeah, uh, Doctor Strange too. Uh, I like that she still was like. Knox and Jamie didn't like this, but I, I we, see the truth. Well, because to be fair, sometimes if you if you hate all pop culture, except uh, she really loves the Kids Baking Championship yeah. on Netflix. So if that's the thing, we, we can't be trusted. We're not good guides for her. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, she's got to so find a better usher try. than us. Yeah. But my question would be, has Christiana even watched it? How many of the previous Marvel movies has she actually watched? I, I would bet it's less than five. I hope it's just the Doctor Strange movies. She's just here for the Doctor <laughs> Strange. She's like, this guy's Doctor and he's strange and I like his style and everything. I do think... Go back and listen because I feel like the burn, the slow burn of like this super sucks was very, very slow. So I think it's a good way to test your favorite movie reviewer and be like, if they were like, this is pretty good, or they gave it like above 70, you got to dip on them because they, yeah. they got bad taste. You, they cannot be trusted. That's right. And I would, I would urge, uh, Indy, if you will, uh, put Doctor Strange 2 Wedding Extra as a search term in Google, people need to check this out because have you seen this? It's the old woman yes. behind Doctor Strange horrible. who is acting her freaking heart out she is doing gone with the wind behind them and she has no speaking parts so for the job you want prefer the job you want that's right she is she's going for gold uh in that one so i just i encourage everybody to check that out um okay let's go to another listener comment okay lmg724 says treat i'm three years into med school one year lots of stress and lots of debt away from being a doctor trick a patient told me that they trust the medical advice on tiktok more than me. Ooh. Tough. I think it's time to get off TikTok, guys. I do. No! I think it's time. I Listen, do. I here's think it's the problem, time. though. Dr. Oz thrives for a reason, right? People want a no copay, fun doctor uh-huh. giving them bite sized advice for free. Listen, one of the, and you, this may not resonate with you, but one of the most famous skincare designers and creators is Dr. Barbara Sturm. Who celebrities love her line? She's an orthopedist, guys. Oh, her doctor is for orthopedics, so she's hot. As we told you, the hottest specialty in medicine is orthopedics. Okay, those are the hottest. That's doctors. right. That's right. All right. She charges for a thirty milliliter bottle of hyaluronic acid three hundred twenty dollars. It's for three. Is it like a special blend? No, because you can get that exact same formula, guys. I'm not even playing the exact same formula from the Inky List for nine dollars at Sephora. At Sephora, same place. You're not even shopping at a different place. She is tricking you. But celebrities then use it and they're like, oh my God, my skin. No, your skin for $9 could have been the same thing. It's fine. But that's what I, I think people go, as somebody who sometimes people ask skincare advice, I do always start with, well, consult your dermatologist. Yeah. You're board certified, not idiotic yeah. dermatologist. I just, maybe if we can meet in the middle on like, I think you need to get off TikTok because they just, no. they don't want you to be productive or successful. They don't want creators to be productive or successful. They they just want like your data and your attention. Um, we can meet in the middle well, on, well, if, if someone is trying to give you like advice or wisdom on TikTok, that's when you yes. pull the ripcord. You don't that's need that. right. You need to go there for Emmanuel to find out if Emmanuel has the bird flu. That's what I'm there for. Sure. Is Emmanuel going to be okay? I don't know. That's what I'm there for. But I'm not learning how to prevent getting the bird flu right. from this farmer and her emu. No. I'm not doing that. Do you, you know don't what need I mean? to do that. I, no, I, I read a, a Slate article about how there's uh, people on TikTok are trying to explain quantum physics, which is uh, you know uh, a field of study 
that we've been working on for quite a few years now, uh, including Einstein himself. <laughs> but you're going to explain it to me in like a minute. What if it's one of the Green Brothers? No. Nope. Okay. Okay. Yes. Yes. Right. That's actually I, that's actually good because he was explaining yeah. how because earlier this month there was uh, someone won the uh, uh, I guess the Nobel Prize for Physics because right? they discovered that the universe is not it can't be real and local at the same time. So they're like, this is this is tough news. This is uncomfortable. <laughs> But it can't be real and local at the same time. So, you know, just digest that. But everyone else is like, hey, if you're like, if you vibe hard enough, you can change the orbit of a star like by Mercury. That's just not true. To be fair, in my For You page this week was a woman who said the floaties you see in your eyes show that we're in a simulation. No, 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 no. I even want to say maybe, but I don't want to give her credit. That's not true. And you can't slow the pace of your aging by your mellow vibes. That's also not true. So stop talking about quantum physics on TikTok. Please, please don't do that right now. Okay, up next is Abby Brassad, who said, love to see women represented in world leadership. So I thought that having a queen and a female prime minister over in the UK would be such a treat. This is great because I know stuff's popping off in the UK with the PM. And I know like lettuce is involved, I think, or like I've just, I've heard a lot of stuff. (laughs) But I don't know right. what's happening. And no, I don't either. know. Do you know what's happening? No, no. And I, listen, I can't. I can't be expected to know. Listen, I thought they had a democracy and that they voted. But I found out that's not exactly what happened. <laughs> they're not like us in, uh, in so many yeah, ways. Yeah, the Brits, so- they're not like us. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a situation over there. But you know who can help us? <gasps> who? Sharon McMahon. Now, for as a reminder, a former green light in episode 385 was Sharon McMahon on Instagram. She's Sharon says so. She is a former high school government and law teacher, and she works now online for millions of people to dispel misinformation on the internet. She shares nonpartisan information about democracy, even though all of us secretly think we know mm. who she votes for. I yeah. don't think we do. But listen, this is here's how great she is. She's getting a Jefferson Award because she raised more than $4 million for charities like uh, RIP Medical Debt and World Central Kitchen. Um, she has a podcast called Here's Where It Gets Interesting, but don't listen to other podcasts. Yeah. Don't even listen to hers. But you can follow her on Sharon Says So on social. And okay, she's so going to explain. Yeah, thankfully, uh, she's stepping in here to uh, fill in the idiot gap that we have uh, created here. So let's hear from Sharon on what's going on over the UK. Hello, podcast. This is Sharon McMahon. Why did Liz Truss resign so quickly as Prime Minister of the UK? There's a few reasons, very briefly. One is that she was tremendously unpopular. And in a parliamentary system of democracy, it's much easier to change leadership. It's much more flexible than the presidential democracy we have in the United States. So she was not popular. People were live streaming a head of lettuce while she was prime minister to see like which will last longer, this head of lettuce or Liz Truss. She proposed major tax cuts when she took office. 45% tax cuts. And you might think those sound great, but they were really only benefiting the super wealthy. The average British citizen was not going to benefit from her huge tax cuts. And the financial markets then as a result of her proposed tax cuts, the financial markets tanked and the value of the British pound went way down. There are more reasons to cabinet members quitting. It just coalesced into this perfect storm where she was so wildly unpopular. The economy was much worse than when she took office. Her own cabinet members were like, I'm out of here. And she felt she had no choice but to resign. Hope that helps. Um, okay, big uh, a big thanks to Sharon Sesso for helping us. I feel I feel so much smarter now having her. Well, I feel said. like I understand it better, but I'm gonna be honest with you, I still don't understand it from a macro level. You, in the you sense still think that they do a democracy? I don't, 
I still think they do a democracy, but I've learned that some people are really weird about like they're like, no, it's this kind of democracy. Oh, and so I don't always know like what does that mean? Yeah. And so well, a, a question for again, another conversation I'm, with Sharon. Again probably. and again, I am wearing a Prussian uh, military uniform to go vote, so yeah. I don't know that I'm the right person to be talking about this either. Or maybe the perfect person. I don't know. Who knows? Who maybe. knows? Uh, okay, let's go to uh, staff member Terrence and hear his treats of the year. My treats are in this order. Number one. The Super Bowl halftime show featuring 50 Cent, Mary J. Blige, Dr. Dre, Kendrick Lamar, Eminem. It was so dope and I wish it was longer. Number two goes to the movie Nope by Jordan Peele. Outstanding. And lastly, my final treat is the PopCast live shows. They were so much fun. I had a blast. I love kicking it with our entire team and meeting everybody at the live shows. So, yeah, those are my 2022 tricks and treats. If you just smooch Mary Kill, Super Bowl halftime, nope, and podcast live shows, what would you? Okay, I'd marry podcast live show. Okay. I would smooch the Super Bowl halftime show and wow. I would kill no. Kill no. Nope. No offense to Jordan Peele, but like, I loved that Super Bowl halftime show too. Like, I loved it. It was iconic. Yeah, it was like super nostalgia bait. And the problem is, I've, I loved Nope. I saw it twice. I haven't had a single conversation with anybody in my life about Nope. And to be fair, no one in my life knows what I do for a living and how I make money. So that's probably part of the reason. And I also like that when you say things like that, like no one in my life, you always exclude us because we've yeah. had conversations about Nope and we are in your life. Well, yeah. I mean, not, not who are contractually obligated to have the conversation with me on a microphone. Oh, that's true. You know that's what I mean? True. I, I haven't been to the gas station and been like, yo, did you, what did you think about the second act of Nope? I thought it was pretty crazy. And the guy just looks at me. So, you know, I, just, I, I feel like that's the correct order is what I'm saying. Okay, good. Okay, let's go to okay. the next listener. Up next is Sarah Kosselik, who said, I thought Stanley Cups were a gateway into influencer cults. Like, I was worried. The next thing I knew, I'd be wearing a middle part with my two-inch barrel rolls and running my own business. It turns out I love having 40 ounces of cold water at my fingertips 24-7. And it's also good for toning my arms. And it gives my husband something new to make fun of me about. So we all win. Are you a Stanley Tumblr kind of person? No. Uh, no. Listen. I, first of all, I'm not going to drink water out of anything other than the hint this is not an ad yeah. hint puts water in bottles i drink that put it in the recycling bin i need an essence in my water i cannot drink straight water that's You're like, crazy reusable bottle i'm ripping up this environment thank you very much <laughs> thank you listen i do i do my uh credits my carbon credits look i listen and i also wasn't a woman who made people buy four albums yeah in order to make a clock talk about <laughs> a, a climate impact okay but listen, I that that's not for me. That's not my life. I don't yeah. have an emotional support water bottle. That's right. not, and I know that lots of our listeners do. That's not offen- that's not offensive to me that you have that bottle. I just I need a bottle that can go in the dishwasher. Now I do know that the Stanley. If I was going to be somebody, I'd be the Stanley because it's got to go in the dishwasher. I am not cleaning anything by hand. Nothing. Okay. Well, oh, I don't. Did you see this on the rundown? We actually have a fake ad for a Stanley. Uh, Stanley Travel. Oh tumblers. my gosh! Yeah, Do you I'll I'll read, I'll read it really quick. Okay, okay. Um, <clears throat> a quick break talking to you about one of our fake sponsors, Stanley Travel Tumblr. The Stanley Travel Tumblers are the perfect affectation for people who mean to drink more water but will never do it. No matter though, with the Stanley Travel Tumbler, you're guaranteed to feel better about never drinking enough water because you'll be dragging around a small water tower with you everywhere you go. Also, be impressed because scientists have constructed this small metallic monstrosity in such a way that while it technically does fit in your car cup holder, the consequence of this is that you'll break your elbow on it or give your child CTE whenever you try to pull it out of the cup holder. Is a dishwasher safe? Maybe. Could be. Doesn't matter though because no dishwasher on earth is getting to the 
the coffee stains or dried backwash food particles from the subterranean well that is this travel tumbler. My favorite part of the Stanley travel tumbler is that it has multiple pieces you're guaranteed to lose or misplace, rendering it entirely obsolete unless you like drinking water from a reservoir blowhole. To get 10% off your fir- your next purchase of this millennial water tower, go to noxjam.com slash reservoirs blowhole. That's noxjam.com slash R-E-S-E-R-V-O-I-R-B-L-O-W-H-O-L-E. And now back to the show. It's just too big. It's too big, Jamie. It's ridiculous. I did see a New York Times article about the Stanley and Crystal, spelled with a K, Crystal Perkins, a 32-year-old content creator in Dallas. She said, I bought eight twin quenchers. I've bought eight quenchers, and I use at least two of them every day. One for water and one for a fun beverage. What do you think Crystal's fun beverage is? It is 1,000% <laughs> a White Claw, okay? It is a White Claw! Um, okay, well, that is our conversation about tricks and treats uh, for the year so far. I feel like we nailed it. I feel like we covered all of our bases. If your thoughts and opinions on our thoughts and opinions, please let us know at slash 477. This episode is brought to you by Pear Eyewear. I just love a reason to celebrate a niche pop culture-themed holiday, don't you? Whether it's April 25th, known as the perfect date, when all you need is a light jacket. If you know, you know, or better yet, May the 4th. I'll gladly go all in. I was trying to think of a fun way to decorate r 2 Dusty in honor of this most holy day of the year. And then I found out that Pear Eyewear just launched a Star Wars theme collection. Now I think I might have to celebrate by getting some new top frames for me instead, because the force is just that strong in their newly launched Star Wars collection. You guys, I'm not even joking. These frames are so adorable. And when I saw that they had a Grogu gradient, I could not contain my excitement. They have 21 unique designs that are all perfectly niche in the most delightful way. Their interpretations of familiar Star Wars icons are like fun Easter eggs that you can easily snap onto your favorite glasses whenever you're in the mood for a change. I love that their frames are so affordable at just $25 and that changing them is so easy. Hearing that little snap when you change out your frames, so satisfying. From legendary battles to formidable icons, these epic designs are for true fans. And whether you side with the Rebels, the Dark Side, or the Mandalorian, Pair Eyewear has got you covered. One pair, infinite possibilities. Go to PairEyewear.com and use code POP for 15% off your first pair and support the show by mentioning that the podcast sent you in your post-checkout survey. That's P-A-I-R-Eyewear.com, code POP. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com. All right, Jamie, you want to do some lights? <gasps> Let's do some lights. All right, what is your red light this week? Okay, my red light this week is rapid red light. Uh-oh. Here we go. Number one, I asked a bartender this weekend to make me a Negroni with Spagliato and Prosecco. First of all, red light to him for rolling his eyes at me wow. when I asked him to make it. Then red light to the internet for making this viral. Guys, it tastes like if Olive and June made a cocktail by mixing their nail polishes and then adding a splash of their nail polish remover. That was the most, the person I with was like, well, let me taste it. And they were like, what, what? It is not good. I wouldn't even order a Negroni normally, but for sure not a Negroni was bogging. I have a question. I don't understand. What's the joke? Because I I saw the viral video where... Emma. That Emma was trying to make uh, Olivia. Yeah, Yeah. whatever. Yeah, her laugh. 
and she's like all stunning and like that the way she says stunning that makes me laugh oh, it is. Um, but I didn't understand what was I missing is this like well, not no, a drink I, I think we were just all really attracted to the way that Emma said it like oh. it was like because the way Emma said it was like uh, I get a Negroni it does roll off the tongue Spagliato yeah with Prosecco <laughs> and we were just like am I into them I'm very into them I don't you know, know what I mean? any of those three and, words mean so I just didn't know what I was missing no but listen and so we were all tricked because we all ordered it and then the bartender mocked us because yeah. he's like you don't like gin and vermouth and I'm like no I don't like because I don't even like a Negroni but I but I was like I can do it <laughs> yeah. maybe it's better with the Spagliato and Prosecco no no, it is not. It is not good. So I just I like a bartender who's like, I'm gonna roll my eyes at you, even though my job is incumbent upon your well, tip. I didn't ask look, for your I, feedback to be on fair, the drink. I, I was a basic white woman doing a basic white woman. Isn't thing. that what you the money's I mean? for? Isn't doesn't the money allow you to I be know. whatever basic person you want to be? Ridiculous. Uh, well, okay, second, Matthew Perry, who is currently making the rounds promoting his new memoir, yeah. mentions that he's ready to be a dad at age fifty three. First of all, so glad you're sober, Matthew. Yeah. Congratulations. Also, we've got all the dads. We need. We definitely, you know what we don't need? Another 72-year-old dad at a high school graduation. Yeah. You're 53. Move on. Arguably, God. we have too many dads. I the idea that somebody would be like, oh, I definitely want to have a baby with Matthew Perry. Like, he's, and listen, he's 53, but he looks 69. It, and it's not in a sexy way, like just in an old way. I don't you know, know if he's read about like evolutionary biology, but he runs counter to all of the uh, classic mm-hmm. arguments for why you want to reproduce uh, Thank you. Them sperms seen some things, okay? I did. Third. I will never recover from reading where he had to explain quantum physics to Julia Roberts in order to get her to come on the show. Oh, that's that's right. If you want to sell a memoir, that's how you sell it because I'll buy it. That's what I want to see. Yeah. Okay. Third, remember when the British child uh, super duo Sophia Gray and her cousin Rosie were on Ellen and they were singing Nicki Minaj's super bass. Do you yes, remember that? I do. Uh, Sophia Grace is now an adult expecting a baby. Wow. How old are we? What? No, I didn't like that. And then fourth, a huge red light to the BBC for absolutely wrecking my spirit in every way, but in the best way by the new Doctor Who announcement. Congratulations. I do get to still talk about Doctor Who, even though I'm not allowed to talk about at if. That's right. I listen, I'm Jesse Spano. Excited scared i'm sorry aaron how do we feel about the new doctor oh my gosh i was so excited i texted aaron and i was like did you heard about the new doctor and she's like i screamed i screamed we are so freaking excited about the new doctor who now is it because the previous doctor who iteration was so bad because I, i'm seeing headlines that's like uh the jody whittaker's oh. era ends with an infuriating mess i'm seeing a lot of like this was the worst blah 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 listen, so is it like I, hopeful listen i did not enjoy jody's uh era okay i enjoyed jody but i yeah. did not enjoy the era of writing for and I, I know there are some doctor who fans some whovians who would disagree with me and i liked peter capaldi i felt like i they, liked peter capaldi i liked a him a lot our favorite doctors are obviously 10 and 11 uh aaron are you a 10 or an 11 oh that's a t- that's it's split t- it's split t- we can love both why can't we love both we love both i would do anything to get out of this conversation right now i know but now, here's so the problem. you know what's so funny some people have asked me they, they i get asked if i mention doctor who they're like hey how do i watch it where do i start and i kind of always go don't <laughs> it's, and not because it's you couldn't enjoy it but like when i started watching doctor who it was because of a boy like a boy was like you'll love it and you'll watch and you have to to, to get into it, you really do have to start with number nine. Like, you do. Because you uh, that's the only way you understand Rose, is if yeah. you start with number nine. But let me tell you, Doctor Number Nine. It's hard. It's very difficult. Who plays Doctor Number Nine? Uh, what's his face? Chris Christopher Eccleston. Eccleston. Oh, he shows his puppy in, uh, in The Leftovers. That's right. Yeah. And, so he's great. 
but it's a dark turn. And that was the new kind of uh, iteration of Doctor Who was starting with Doctor Num- Doctor Nine. Doctor Nine. Doctor Number Nine? Nine. Is Doctor that how Nine? you say it? Is that the parlance? No, the Ninth Doctor. And so, but the 10th and 11th were magical in every way. And then the 12th and 13th have been fine. I like 12. I didn't love Jodie's run as much, not because she was a woman, but I just didn't feel like they wrote for her well. And so, I have a question. What, what kind of doctor are they? Are they all like individually doctors and that's how they get ti- inducted? They're time lords. They're time lords. But like they have a PhD, like they do our medical doctor. Knox, we don't have time to explain this I to you. I cannot explain all of And the you bit. don't really want to know. I can't explain I do actually. background. Because I know you guys don't know. Like it's just a label. You're just a doctor now. I just feel like we're willy nilly with doctor labels. You know? No. Why can't you just be, are you think that there are not some willy nilly people who have doctor, doctor Oz? He's from a different planet. I just yeah, respect like, the good people who put in the time and the effort and the money to like become professional medical. I love our medical professionals. You know, that's oh the stance I've always you? Is that your saying? So I not did. teachers, but you're definitely. No, I love pro. teachers and medical. I love everybody, to be honest with you. Military, <laughs> teachers, medical professionals. I'm just this climate of hatred that you guys seem to uh, prop up. I just don't love okay, it. Okay, so what's your red light? My red light. Who is, do you hate this week? No, Go I don't hate it. anything. I, I'm I'm uh, underwhelmed by uh-huh. Olivia Wilde's salad dressing recipe. Okay, <laughs> this really frustrated me because I uh, people don't know this about me, but I'm a bit of a um salad dressing enthusiast you know i'm always i'm out on these streets knocking on doors sampling dressings i want to get to like the cutting edge of taste profiles and things like that and when i saw that this whole conversation about salad dressing bloomed and i like i I was late to it i was like i'm so excited there's evidently uh the salad dressing that like launched a billion tweets it inspired ted lasso it domesticated harry styles and then in all this research, I'm like, what, what could this be? This is going to be like the greatest thing ever, like made no demand. And I find out it's just a vinaigrette with mustard. I'm sorry, what? It's just a vinaigrette with some grape poupon? That's what we're talking about here? I'm going to make it this week. I'm going to pair it with some of my quarantine tons, my crouton <gasps> recipe that I mastered right, right, during right, the right, pandemic. Right. Yes. I'm going to test it officially. But I can already tell you right now, Jamie, this is not going to be the Helena Troy salad dressings. Okay? L- listen, grape poupon, kudos to them. They have released 100 limited edition uh, uh, Great Poupon jars that say, don't worry, Dijon. <laughs> <laughs> Which I kind of love. But here's the thing. If she made it seem like this was innovative, it's yeah. not, nor did she innovate it. it I don't think she made book. it seem like it. I think she was like, yo, this nanny who, this all came from this nanny who went that's wild right. and out and she was so specific and everyone's like, that's actually not true. And the way that you know the nanny is actually telling the truth is because both the reps of uh, Olivia Wilde and Jason Jacobs, they called uh, her story false and scurrilous. When you call something scurrilous, that's true. It's that a true is hundred percent true. Also, there are just screenshots of <laughs> Jason Sudeikis texting her and Olivia Wilde texting her. But it's only guys. It's just grape poupon, two tablespoons of red wine vinegar, and then you add olive oil. Yeah, that's it. That is stupid. That's not even impressive. But I, here's the thing: she also said uh, the the outline of this dressing is it's perfect for arugula or watercress or endive. 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 No idea. No idea. I mean, is that a person or a plant? I no, those no are all lettuces. Is See, I'm, I'm a big arugula guy. I stop at arugula. I don't even know. Oh, no. It tastes, like, it tastes like so. Do you guys have a preferred salad dressing like that you go to? Like your go-to style? What's that goddess one? Aaron? Green goddess? goddess Green goddess? Green goddess. I like that one. Yeah. Aaron, do you have one? I'm a ranch bee. Just yeah, a basic, I, basic listen, ranch bee. I love a thousand island. Don't sleep on thousand island. It's delicious. Listen, that's okay. That's okay. I uh, There's a red pepper ranch out there. That uh, oh. had a favorite salad place and they closed during the pandemic. I like a Caesar dressing. I like a Caesar dressing. <laughs> this, like, 
She just didn't even care what yours was. <laughs> she, you know, and the funny part was, Aaron, thank you for bringing that up. She didn't care so she could complete the trilogy of the most elementary school salad dressing palette ever. She was like, what I'm doing here of, of, of going chalk on salad dressing. There are a lot of people listening who love my choices. They are supportive of my Thousand Island and my Caesar dressing. I color with crayons. I like Thousand Island. I like chicken nuggets. Listen, I just live a nice life. It's a way to great. It's good. It's good. I have no more else, Your Honor. The the defense rests. All right. What's your green light this week? Okay, my green light this week is a TV show, and I finally finished it because I started it. And but it, listen, this is a show that should have been a binge, and now that it's over, it's a perfect binge for all of our listeners. It is Bad Sisters on Apple TV. It is this Irish black dramedy about five sisters who are debating and trying to figure out should they kill one of the husbands of the sisters. And here's the thing: at first, at look, I mean, you can have women drinking wine, plotting murders on every single streaming platform right now. You could find it if you wanted it, right? So why is the show different? Well, first, it's led by uh, Sharon Horgan, who we freaking love. She is so great, and she's so funny, and she has such a great sensibility. But it's, it's I think most of those other shows, they're written by men who think they know how women would behave in a murdery situation. But Sharon Horgan acts in the show. She plays the oldest sister, and she leads this narrative team really well. There is so much storytelling balance between character and plot, character and plot. And you're, you, they do it in a nuanced way where you're like, we're going to – Knox's favorite thing, which is show me, don't tell me. Mm-hmm. And they do a ton of that in this show. I, I sometimes don't like a show that tells you the ending at the top because we start at his funeral. And so part of me was like, oh, so he's dead. But we're going to spend 10 episodes being like, how's he dead? And let me tell you, you're going to think you know how he's dead. Every every show, you're going to be like, oh, that's how he did. No, that's how he's dead. No, this is who killed him. You know, they nail so many things in the show, like sibling relationships, childhood trauma, domestic abuse. But it's not, uh, it's not indulgent in those topics. It's just telling a story that you feel like, oh, yeah, I could, I, there are some people in my life that I would kill another person for. I don't <laughs> feel good about that. But I could find myself in a situation. And watching this, you see how these sisters get there. And it's just really, it's stunning. Visually, it's really stunning. And it's a great, it's a great show. And that's, listen, is that a, that, is that a treat that surprised me on Apple TV? Yes. Because I hate almost everything on Apple TV. And yet again, I am, I find these treasures. And these I want to say, it felt like early on, uh, just when you were talking about an office, like you weren't loving it. So it, it grew on you, like it built up it, a little bit. It did. I needed to get to the third episode because at first I was like, well, I don't like that we know. Like I want to, and then they, the reveals of the backstories of these characters, because you're always flipping between two timelines, six funeral, six months prior to the funeral. Mm. So you're back and forth. And sometimes you don't know where you are. And I kind of actually like that too, because they don't just go. And now six months earlier, like they really let you figure it out as you go. Listen, the sisters are chaotic because there's like a sister with one eye who wears an eye patch the whole time. She's fantastic. (sighs) She's actually my favorite of the five sisters. And it kind of reminds me a little bit of the fighter. You know, just in a different direction. Oh, yeah. no, With like a gaggle of like really crazy sisters driving. Really crazy sisters who you don't even know how close they are when they start. And then that also gets revealed. You get all these pieces that it's just a great way. And it is a binge. I think that's also the thing I didn't like is that I had to wait a week and try to remember everything Mm. from the. And now you don't have to do that. You can binge the whole thing. So I highly recommend. Okay. 
What's your green light? I've got two books. Uh, one is uh, the first one is The Hike. It's by Susie Holiday. And uh, the basic premise is four hikers. Uh, it's, it's two couples. Um, they enter the mountains. Only two people come back. Uh-oh. Um, what happens and why? Uh, this is one of those stories where it's like an onion. You, uh, the story's constantly a little bit ahead of you, even though you feel like you understand it. Um, it's just a couple uh, steps ahead. Uh, the character work is pretty uh, interesting and, and well done. The mystery, the thriller aspect is really good. Just when, like, uh, just when it, it's one of those that tells it out of order as well, but in a way that right when I'm like, man, I wonder what's happening, happening in the other timeline, they come back to it. So it's really well paced and timed in that respect. Um, but it's a breezy, easy, you know, it's not like a, uh, intellectual uh, load to yeah. handle this book, uh, but I, I spun through it really fast, um, so I highly recommend that. And then the other one is uh, Liberation Day by George Saunders. Um, he, George Saunders is probably my uh, top five favorite authors uh, currently working okay. right now, yeah, and he's yeah, yeah. The, the modern short story master. I grew up uh, on Raymond Carver, so I've always gravitated to short stories, and I feel like George Saunders has inherited the mantle and extended it. Uh, this is a collection of short stories that I think are vaguely dystopian, probably, but with a little bit of um, insularity and, and cleverness to them. And uh, as a word of caution, I will say, I think all George Saunders stories are a little tough to get into at first. Um, okay. So it, there's a little bit of uh, I've got to orient myself here. And I don't want to say it's frustrating, but it's uh, it's not like uh, I'm going to end right into this, understand what's going on. Even like Lincoln and the Bardo, I think about that. That's that was it took me two or three God, times to get it. through that. It's a great story, though. And I think part of the barrier for entry is um, uh, building that kind of re- not resistance, but building that kind of um, attention to detail that uh, is so important in his stories. And I think these uh, the chapters in Liberation Day, the, the short story collection, um, is just the same. Some are a little easier. Um, some are a little more difficult. But I urge, if you, if you want to give it a try, uh, I acknowledge that you might be a little frustrated, but I urge you to power through it because some of these stories are so cleverly done, um, so interesting, so weird in their conceits and premises. Um, but if you can get to the end, so worth the payoff. So uh, if you're at all interested, if you're like, hey, I, I like fiction, but it takes too long, I think Liberation Day is perfect because you'll blow through, you know, one really great story that is some of them are resolved. Some of them aren't. Some of them uh, leave the questions open. You can get through some in 10, 15, 20 minutes. Um, And it's a really great read. So I highly uh, recommend everybody to uh, check that out. Um, okay, that's going to do it for this episode of the podcast. And before you go, remember anytime you're doing shopping on Amazon, make sure you go to amazon.com slash shop slash the podcast first. So you purchase our favorite link or favorite item purchase using that link. This week was, Jamie, this is just a migraine stick. So this is like a roll-on, and it says fast cooling relief for migraine and tension headaches. I will say it has 26,000 global ratings, 4.3 stars. Almost consistently, every review says this does not uh, help with migraines. Okay, okay. Um, uh, so it seems weird to market it as that. Everybody will say it helps with sinus headaches, tension headaches. Sure. But not actual migraines. Okay, I like misleading. the 4.3 rating with that, though. That's interesting. Right, right, right. But two questions that I love. First, when will this be back in stock? Patty, of course, answered and said, I do not sell this product, so I do not know. Again, always a help, Patty. And then my favorite, is it made out of snake oil? Mm. And uh, Dave Meowthews, you know, Dave Matthews, but the cat version, said, nope, just peppermint, lavender, and spearmint with a coconut carrier. It won't knock out a true migraine, but it will take care of a sinus headache like nobody's business. Have you ever tried to oil a snake? It's messy. Wow. <laughs> 
All right. I'm Jamie Golden. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Jamie B. Golden. I'm Knox McCoy. You can find me on the socials at Knox McCoy. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye, guys.